Welcome one and all to the Dive of the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John. I'll be the GM for this game. I'm Lisa. I play Kersilvon and a Vesk soldier. And I'm Tom. I play Lycos 9 and Android Solarian. And I'm Brent and I play Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. I'm Jessica and I play Noemi Domash, the Lashunta Technomancer. And we're going to start this episode off a little bit differently. Uh, we ran into a bit of technical issue with our one of our recorded episodes and then a little bit of pacing issues with the ones that followed. Uh, as a result, we ran into a few that were kind of awkwardly paced out for some external scheduling reasons in part. Uh, and also just because, you know, sometimes folks tend to meander a little bit while given free reign. Uh, and I didn't really rein them in quite as well as I should have. So what we're going to do is just provide a quick recap for the ones that we're going to go ahead and cut out here. Uh, not much really plot relevant happened. There was a couple neat NPCs, but it was just kind of a lot of monkeying about without really much uh, in the way of anything productive. So we're going to go ahead and skip past that and sort of jump right into the the next leg of our journey here. We finished up last session with meeting a merchant on the road. Well, her name was Mama Magda. I think the we all got a little something from her. I received earrings of recollection, so I get a plus two bonus um, to uh, culture, life, and mysticism, and to recalling things from the past. Um, I got also got a story scroll, and I think the most important thing is that Lycos9 picked up that little uh, pumpkin spice. Oh yeah, no, Lycos9 got a bunch of stuff that has drastically affected his character. One, he now has a cursed ion stone, or is it aeon stone in this? Uh, six of one. That it looks like a little tiny pumpkin that floats around his head, gives him cold resistance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but he also perpetually tastes pumpkin spice, which has for I mean, pumpkin spice is a fine flavor, but not with everything or combined with everything. So frequently, it doesn't work out so well. Tell that to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, additionally, he has what's called a dread mask. It's basically like a blank porcelain mask that uh, makes Lycos look super creepy and gives him a bunch of random modifiers that he, from this point on, has taken to wear most of the time. Uh, additionally, he also now has a long red crimson scarf. Sorry, long crimson scarf since red crimson is redundant. No, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I got some gloves that they boosted my engineering even more, if I remember right. I think that's about right. Yeah. What did Kerr get? She got a little mannequin thing that will hold her armor. Oh, that's right. But she's almost always wearing her armor, so I don't think I've used it yet. We'll see. We'll <laughs> so see. now you just have a little mannequin you carry yeah. around. I think I got maybe another trinket or two, but nothing major. So then after Mama Magda, we went into Anchor's Rest. We noticed, uh, I think one of the th main things we noticed was like the mechanical avians flying around. Yeah, there were a bunch of alchemical golems about that were sort of serving as like an enforcer kind of role. With some flying avians and some like bipedal ones walking around as like city enforcers. If I recall, everybody seemed like creepily nice. Um, was sort of the theme. It's like uh, Stepford Wives. Yeah, mm. that's everybody kind of the impression a, we all had. A little too happy about living here. There was Alderman Hoban. Alderman, the Alderman. Yeah. That's right. So we went to the Alderman. We tried to send a message to the Archmage. We found, you know, we found out that the. There was this huge tower in town that the Archmage lived there. So we tried to get a message there via these mechanical avians. So but it's not even in town. It's like out in the ocean. Right. We can't even get to it. Right. So we have to send messages that do nothing. Lycos tried to fly at it. That didn't work. They rented a rowboat. That didn't work. No, and there were creepy fish that tried to jump on our boat. Yeah, the, the ocean was like eerily 
glass calm and then and the then fish I'll... are just super easy to fish they just walk right walk swim right up to the boat and everything is just a little bit like too clean too nice too easy and there wasn't any way to get in touch with the archmage until they found out that there was a resupply ship coming to bring food and provisions to the archmage in just a couple days and that became the crux of the party's get to the tower plan mm-hmm. is it important to know how lagos got the hole uh, we I, use it a bunch. Yeah. Uh, I guess oh, you could, oh yeah. Uh, when when running around and communicating with merchants, he purchased the a, base, a portable hole from. I think it was the one that was hitting on him. He had like a almost like a curio shop, and this almost immediately proved useful as Lycos was using it to open holes and things and <laughs> dive in and out as he was trying to escape situations. So the plan was to stow away on the ship or go underneath it. And while they were staking out the storage room for the supplies, uh, Sparks and Lycos were discovered and started making a mad break for it. And as Sparks was captured by the Minotaur guarding the place, that is where we'll be picking up our story. So thanks for understanding the kind of uh, issues you ran into and enjoy episode... Whatever the heck it is. 76. Episode... Episode number... 76. (laughs) Sparks, a thick-fingered, firm hand grabs your collar, yanking you out of the air. So like this nine, you can hear Sparks's like choked yelp from up on the roof. Sparks, you feel as your momentum shifts suddenly from escape velocity to stock still. A thick, meaty hand grips you by the top of the head, palming you like a basketball <laughs> as the Minotaur turns you around in his grasp. He shifts the second hand from the back of your collar to under your chin, your head in an implacable grip. People try to take advantage of me. They think I'm dumb because I talk slow and am nice. <laughs> You've lied to me, little rat person. I'll give you the chance to tell the truth now, or I'll smush your head like a melon. <laughs> I mean, the pure truth might not be bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you got me there, friend. I uh, I am definitely... I haven't been straight with you. I'll give you that. Um, to tell you the truth, I didn't think you'd believe me even if I told you. I'm, I'm pretty clearly not from around here. You can probably tell, right? There's all kinds of strangers come through here. I'm not one to judge, but I am one to smush thieves. Now, what are you doing here? Well, I haven't stolen anything, I can tell you that. And I'm, like, turning out pockets and stuff. Like, hey, see? Look, not taking anything. I mean, at this point, if I, I'm trying to turn around and, like, remake my approach. Okay. I'm getting a gauge on the situation. If he seems like he's about to be taken somewhere, I intervene. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check to see if you're noticed approaching. I rolled a 20. Ooh, total of? Uh... One. 34. All right, that'll be good enough. Did you say one? <laughs> I said one million. No. <laughs> All right, so... I thought you meant the, one, like the I have minute, a massive minus to this stand. <laughs> the Minotaur doesn't seem to notice you're like sneaking over to the edge of the roof, closer to your, your ally. Says, I know you haven't stolen nothing, because I caught you. Well, you seem to think that you caught me trying to steal things, and I assure you that actually wasn't the plan. Uh, the, the grip on your head tightens to an <laughs> uncomfortable amount. So what was the plan? As if there's a comfortable amount of being gripped by, by, by like a basketball? I don't know. Maybe it's like, I mean, there is a comfortable amount of being gripped, but we're not getting into that. That's not <laughs> no, this no, kind no, of no. podcast. Let's get into that argument. <laughs> I like the, the pressure. It was like before it was like firm and, and like implacable, but 
it wasn't like painful. Mm-hmm. Now it's starting. Now you feel like a pressure. It's starting to get uncomfortable there. So why were you here then? Um, has he got me by the head like just bare head, or do I have like my helmet on or anything like that? He's got you. Let's you see. have your computer on you, don't you? Like, yeah, that's always attached to your head, right? Yeah, he's got like one hand sort of up under your chin, the other one like on top of your the crown of your head. Oh, okay. So there's no like just <laughs> slip like, out the armor real quick. It feels worse than what I thought it was. <laughs> Well, don't suppose you'd be willing to put me down and we can maybe uh, sit down like like true gentlemen and have a discussion? That time's passed, sadly. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. I've had my comms on this whole time, I guess, right? So, like, are you guys hearing me basically telling him everything? So, if I speak to him in the comm, is it only audible to Brent or would the Minotaur hear it? I'd say he's got, like, an earpiece or something. Yeah. All right. So, when I say kind of low, if you want me to intervene... Give me a signal. Uh, okay. Just work the word intervene into a sentence. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the signal word is help. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing the likely type of intervention that would be, I don't know if I, like, I don't want to hurt the guy. He, he does seem nice. I mean, you're fairly certain Lycos wouldn't try to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Just hurt him badly <laughs> he gives you like a little shake and uh-huh. says i won't ask you again <laughs> smushing starts soon <laughs> now what are you doing here uh well i mean okay i guess i ought to tell you the whole thing so those boxes over there those are going to the archmage right that's right so that's where i want to go but every time we've tried to go there something seems to get in the way have you noticed that can't say i have i don't try to go there i just why work is here that? At the docks. does anybody ever try to go there i mean probably but that's none of my concern shouldn't it be though this guy's your biggest customer you're sending all this stuff over there like where's it going what's he using it for i don't care i get a fair wage mm. good benefits <laughs> don't have to work too hard medical dental yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've even got us on a 401k I even got vision. <laughs> LASIK. It's just haul stuff around, keep track of the warehouse. Every once in a while, you got to smush an intruder. <laughs> See, that sounds nice. I would like a thing like that. I totally get it. Unfortunately, where I'm from, that's not really how stuff works. I may or may not have recently had my soul ripped out of my body. I'd like to get that back, and I think that guy can help me. What? That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining this giant minotaur <laughs> holding little sparks, like, and they're having this heart-to-heart conversation. <laughs> Your dangling feet. That's terrible. It really is. Let me tell you. See this thing on my head? Well, you would anyway if you weren't palming my head like a basketball. He uh, twists twist you around. <laughs> this thing? And he kind of, like, thumbs thumbs at it. Yeah, that one. Don't, <laughs> he, um, don't push too hard. Hits the wrong button, turns it off, and sparks just goes, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that thing. That's the only reason I'm able to talk to you right now. Hmm. You ever seen anything like that before? Can't say that I have, but there's a lot of weird things around here. (laughs) So, let's say you don't get your soul back. Who's missing you? Well, I got a wife and kids, and there's my friends that are, you know, that were here with me. Lots of kids. (laughs) That's so sad. Why didn't you say it was such an emergency? And he puts you down. Appreciate that. Thank you. I can get you in the box. Not a problem. Oh. I mean, he really doesn't need all these things. Like, 
He's a powerful archmage. He can stretch a little bit. Well, I don't want to not send him something, because then it almost would be like stealing, right? But if maybe an extra box or two slipped in. Yeah, we can just add a little extra packaging, and uh, we can fit you in there no problem. Hey, much obliged. That's great. What's your name, by the way? I'm Bizor. Bizor. (laughs) (laughs) Much obliged, Bizor. Now, could I ask you maybe one more favor? Well, depends on the favor. Those friends I mentioned, they're all helping me out. They're, they're really good friends. Could we squeeze them in too? Well, I don't see why not. That was exactly what I was hoping to hear. And then he'd like over the comms, hey guys, get over here. I think we got an in. Awesome. Don't have to get strapped to the bottom of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on... Before you start thanking me, see how big the box is. <laughs> Kerr. <laughs> yeah. I might still be boat riding. <laughs> you know, you really ought to just try to be more upfront with people. There's a lot of nice folks around here. <laughs> well, if they're anything like you, I'm sure they are. Literally, this is the first time we weren't upfront about what we were trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're the person. We're trying to go see the wizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like a big, like, Torin style guy, right? Yeah, he's a minotaur. So okay. uh, about seven and a half feet tall, bullhead, um, well built. What are his feet situation like? Hooves. All right. <laughs> okay. That's the big minotaur X factor. Feet or hooves, depending on yeah. your setting. Mm. Um, all right. So you all load up at the Aikmon's warehouse. And he says, wow, there are a few of you. And you're really big, ma'am. <laughs> but I think we can make something work. No one has any hay allergies, right? No, no. <laughs> I can hold my breath. All right. Well, that didn't really answer my question, but... Uh, Not that we know of. We don't really encounter hay very often where we're from. Okay. Well, uh... Roll on this chart, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Allergies roll. Uh, the only thing I'll really ask is if you uh, have a few coins to pay for the extra crates, just because we're going to be using a few more than we had budgeted for and i'd like to stay in the black for this quarter we wouldn't want to rock the boat huh huh <laughs> uh we owe? you're going on a ship that's really funny <laughs> i was gonna say that's Wait. gonna cost you extra yeah. <laughs> does he laugh or does he say that's really funny he says that's really funny <laughs> oh yeah it, it was not that funny <laughs> no because i've noticed he's done that twice oh really <laughs> no need to be self-deprecating it was pretty funny <laughs> So I how, knew I liked him. How much um, do you need to, to to call a square? Oh, like 16 coins, 16 crowns, gold, of, of course. Each? Oh, no, in total. Oh, okay. It's just boxes. No problem. And I will give him an even 20. For yeah. your trouble. Tip him. Well, that's really nice of you. It'll go into the activity fund. <laughs> Team building exercises. Yeah. I recommend axe throwing. <laughs> He has so much room for activities. Oh, that sounds really fun. Normally you go to the Fuzzy Barnacle and just get tanked every <laughs> third week. I knew I liked him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing until before we leave? <laughs> Hang out. We, uh, <laughs> there's a decent chance we're not coming back from the tower. <laughs> well, I've got another few hours on my shift here, uh, getting the whole shipment ready to go for the morning. Uh, then I was going to go ahead and kind of call it a little early. I got an early day tomorrow. But aren't you all going to be loaded into crates? Yeah. Seems like it would be tough to... Yeah, and we don't want to delay you or, or cause the ship any delays, so... 
just enjoy the, these, this extra coin at the Fuzzy Barnacle and think fondly of us. I will. As I have this conversation, Lycos is just getting in his crate. <laughs> All like, right. Like lowering the lid on himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's an eager fellow. So he takes a few of the, the empty crates or, that are kind of like for storage in the back, moves them over to the area, sets them up there, and then puts paints on the same marker um, that the other ones have, the kind of like indicator that these are being loaded. And then um, as he's setting them up, he takes a auger and drills a few holes in each of them. <laughs> Appreciated. <laughs> this feels weirdly familiar. <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and uh, hop on in. Uh, this is like a few hours later. Okay. Uh, everything else has been loaded up. Uh, he's asked you to just give him a hand because uh, it's this whole ordeal has slowed him down a little bit. But towards the end of his shift, he goes, well, that went faster than I expected. Thank you for your help. Now, if you'll please, uh, you know, get in and get, well, comfortable might be a bit of an ask. It is a, a crate with hay and straw, but uh, as comfy as you can, I guess, we'll go ahead and uh, get you all situated. Um, can I do a sense motive to make sure he's, he's being... going to throw us in the harbor after stealing <laughs> us in boxes? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, just to make sure that he's not going to, like, put us in these boxes and then, like, turn us into the authorities. <laughs> sure. Here they all are. All boxed up. Yeah, all we're ready to go. <laughs> We've already got in trouble with the law once. <laughs> and what is it? The check? Uh, sense motive? motive? It'd be sense motive, yes. Okay. 24. He seems genuine. Okay. <laughs> On a 25, he's a complete lying sack. <laughs> <laughs> and do we have any... I, I've, I've, while we're loading boxes, I've inquired, like, well, how long do you think we're going to be in these crates? And Well, the, sh- the ship will arrive at about... Two hours past dawn tomorrow, and it's uh, a few hours before midnight, so probably about eight to ten hours, and then... We can just sleep. Whatever the transport is, and I don't know what it's like on the other side, but... We're not going to get, like, sealed in these crates, right? Like, we can get out of these crates of our own accord? Nobody has to, like, unscrew us out of them? Well, I was going to hammer down the tops just to make sure it's, like, nice and snug. But I think her strong enough, she could could bust out of her crate. I don't know about y'all, but you can like bust us. us out of our crates. <laughs> um, I am holding a disintegrator rifle. Okay, good. And you have a portable hole. I, I, I have a portable hole. Just don't leave me in my crate. That's all I ask. <laughs> this is a bad time to mention I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. So you bring that up and I'm like, I can get us out. I got a hole. All right. That's all I care about. All right. Great. So uh, everyone gets snug <laughs> as the mallet <laughs> bangs the first nail in there. <laughs> And this is when we learn who's claustrophobic. And I can, but I can, we can psychically talk to each other. Yeah. Sure. Or psychically freak out on each other, considering yeah. <laughs> whatever it takes. And they, uh, a matter of creepy moments as the hammering continues, you're all uh, hammered in and you're to your sealed crates. Yeah, just the scene from Kill Bill Volume 2 plays through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good luck to y'all. Hope you find your soul. Good night. Thanks, Thanks Bizor. Good night. <laughs> and the door closes behind him, and you hear a lock. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> we're on the. We're on, are we loaded? We're all loaded on the boat now. No, you're in the warehouse. Okay. There's like an area that's been sort of painted out for like a little loading zone right near the double like warehouse doors. He okay. went out through like the 
the person door. Right. 99 bottles of beer. <laughs> 99 bottles of beer. I shut <laughs> off his. Yeah. I do not psychically link with Lycos. He will have to say it out loud. Yeah. Oh, no. Got to save the charge on the comms. Uh. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> 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 You're breaking. Little <laughs> <laughs> candy wrapper. Yeah. Oh, I, um, I assume we take like a rest. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sparks is going for a sleep. So. Yeah. I mean, there's. It's not comfortable. You're all sort of like scrunched. Ooh. Do I still have my TV scroll though? You do. Yes. TV scroll. <laughs> She's gonna watch novellas. Yep. <laughs> watch your stories. Yep. So you. Follow the ongoing saga of Forthing Ray, Jocelyn, and Archibald uh, for their all their sordid adventures. I'm surprised I get reception this far into a different plane. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's, it's preloaded on the I, scroll. It's kind of like when you before you leave the house and you put stuff on your tablet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say this is the 4G LTE. <laughs> you gotta use. <laughs> No, she's got to hold the scroll in just the right position, or the picture goes all fuzzy. To to football a couple of weeks ago, we're sitting there like with our arms up and tinfoil. And... All right, so hours pass. Uh, if you you can rest if you want to, I guess, but because of the conditions, you can only take a short rest. So, like, you're not going to be tired necessarily. Um, so I won't give you penalties for like not resting, but you won't get the benefits of a long rest. Okay. Hmm. Not that I think any of you are really hurt or have no. used any spells. Some number of hours later, oh, you have clocks and stuff. You can figure it out. It's like eight hours later, you hear a little commotion nearby and then hear the unlocking of a heavy padlock and chain and the big loading doors open. I kind of hold my breath, even though I know it doesn't really matter. It's just sort of that innate response to sudden noise. I'm going to make sure I'm braced so if the thing gets jostled or anything like that, I'm not going to bonk my head and go, ow, and give it away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, same thing. I kind of try to brace myself so I move around as little as possible and am actually holding my breath. Just not even reactionary, just making sure there's no, like, sounds coming out of the crate. Sure. Whoa, Bizor, uh, this is a bit more than usual, huh? Can I see that ledger? Oh, don't worry about it, Macha. I double-checked. This is everything. Uh, we didn't have as many big crates, so we had to use a few more. But we're good to go. You know me. Huh, well, if you say it's good, I trust you. Oh, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> uh, let's get let's get moving. That boat should be here pretty soon. One by one, starting with Noemi, your crates are picked up and thrown onto like a hand truck and carted down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, She's doing little bouncy motions as she travels. I love it. <laughs> Pantomiming because that reads across in a podcast. <laughs> I mean, there might be wobbles in the sound. <laughs> Psst. How are you holding up in there? And uh, can I psych- I can cyclically link with him, right? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, and She's I'll just be like, I'm out. fine. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me this way? Yep. Is he saying it out loud? Uh, yes, he says that out loud. Okay, uh, <laughs> but you so you get like a double effect. I'm like, whoa, feedback. <laughs> you just you just have to think it in your head. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's a neat trick you got there, ma'am. Yep, born with it. <laughs> nice. Wake up, flawless. <laughs> well, if you get hungry on your trip, I brought you all a little something. And like a little piece of jerky gets pushed through one of the uh, the auger holes. I'll thank him politely. I'm going to assume it's not beef. <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
it's, it's turkey jerky. As a <laughs> there we go. <laughs> point of fact. All right. <laughs> so you get loaded down. Uh, it tries to do it fairly gently. He's got the fragile. You saw him writing fragile on the boxes you're all being put into. Aw, how thoughtful. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kerr, uh, you feel your crate start to get moved, and you hear like, God's eyes, what's in this one? Rocks? <laughs> <laughs> Bizard, what is the? Why are we carting like an entire volume of encyclopedia over to the <laughs> Archmage? He goes, "Oh, uh, that one is rocks." <laughs> An encyclopedia. That was a good call. Uh, remember when we got that in a few months ago? No. Well, we we totally did, and it's in there. You got it in one. Good job, Matcha. Uh, I'll take that one actually. Um. Why don't you go take that uh, that cask over there? That'll roll pretty good. Somebody's getting rolled. <laughs> She's like, fine. <laughs> if you insist, take the heavy one. Assuming it sparks, he immediately places the climbing claws all around and like <laughs> suspends himself in the, in the no, cask. You guys are all in boxes. Oh, okay. uh, I figured if sparks is there long enough, you've kind of suspended yourself in the middle like we have the mics. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of, actually, so that if he starts rolling, he's not like thudding around in there. <laughs> it's like a bungee situation yeah. instead Ooh. of a washing machine situation. <laughs> that was a close one. Uh, I got you a little snack, too. And he pushes a little bit of dried meat through one of the air holes. Thank you. You hear him kind of heft as he lifts you up onto the hand truck and then deposits you gently over at the the dock. Thank you. Uh, So you both are given your snacks as well. Excellent. Uh, But the rest Mm, of the... Pumpkin spice. The loading... (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the loading goes smoothly. A couple hours later at boredom, you have like a thin rod of uh, sunlight spearing down through the air hole. I'm eating Um, my jerky. It is teriyaki flavored. Yum. Nice. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, important question. Yeah. Does the, the pumpkin spice override the flavor or is it on top of? So oh, is no, it teriyaki it's a, pumpkin spice? It's teriyaki pumpkin spice. Ooh. Oh, gross. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> um, you hear like a, a, sh- a ship's bell as, and something like heavy pulling into port. You can hear some terse conversation and then like heavy footfalls uh, multiple, of multiple individuals coming down the gangplank and then off to the docks. Can we see anything through the little air holes or cracks um, in the crates? Make perception, but you're at minus five. If you're trying to take a look, peek through. 20. I rolled it. Oh. 18. Yeah. 30. Screw you. Minus five is 30? Yeah. <laughs> My bonus is 17. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 20 and then... <laughs> 17. Okay. Sparks, you notice there are several large construct uh, bipeds uh, moving down the gangplank. They kind of look like the guardian that you encountered in town, Mm. um, but with a bulkier frame for lifting. However, that same bulk would probably make them no slouches in a fight. All right. Okay. So I'll basically be like, do we need... Does anybody see anything? Do we need to worry? Fill you in. Okay. Let's Uh, wait until the carry's inside. It's like hitchhiking. Yeah. Yeah, one by one they start picking there's like three of them that you can see. They start picking up the crates and with mechanical uh precision and speed load all the crates including the one you're all have into the hold of the ship. Uh it takes about 20 minutes and then you hear another striking of the bells and the ship pulls away from the dock just like in reverse. <laughs> beep beep <laughs> beep. 
you can feel it sort of execute a like a 180 degree turn uh, on the in the bay, and then it heads out in open ocean, uh, presumably towards the Archmage's Tower. Uh, to see the wizard, <laughs> the wonderful wizard of Oz. Have any of us really been on a boat before? We were yeah. on that little bitty rowboat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if any of us get seasick. I mean, we've been in spaceships and whatnot. Oh, yeah. We're in like the worst possible seasickness scenario. Like, yeah. Can't see the horizon. Can in a box in the hold. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not good. Well, the first part the of the The bay should journey, be fine. Yeah, it should be nice be and flat. That's true. After that, all bets are off. <laughs> Just curious. Go on. All right. So, can uh, we hear if any of the guards are down here with us? You can't hear them, no. Uh, nor do you see any uh, from your little slits and air holes there. But we know that they do ride on the ship because they essentially load and unload. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Unless they have some means of teleportation. Right. Hold. <laughs> uh, just asking questions. Looking <laughs> out of the box. Stay in the box. Once you all hit choppier waters the ship begins to roll but still uh, makes fairly swift progress over the waves uh, i am gonna need a fortitude save from everybody though to prevent seasickness we've been in zero gravity before guys we can do it 22 18 14 9 oh, oh no, no. on a one. Oh, but you are a you're a rat too. You think you do well on ships? <laughs> oh no! Sorry, that's 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 specious. <laughs> I used all my re rolls, right? And we didn't long it, rest. So. No, we didn't long rest. Yeah, so all right, yep, I'm stuck with a nine. Okay, so Lycos, you're fine you, uh, with your twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noemi, I had an eighteen. I had an eighteen. eighteen. Yes, uh, you are <laughs> sickened. <laughs> Dear God, please. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, Sickened says you take a minus two penalty to ability checks, attack rolls, weapon damage, saving throws, and skill checks. So basically everything. Uh, mostly. Okay. Um, not armor class. So, like, most active things. Uh, Kerr, yes. you are. I'm going to just say you're like double sickened, so you're going to have minus four to all of those same above. <laughs> uh, How am I doing? <laughs> you are nauseated, which means you're unable to attack, cast spells, or concentrate on spells. You can only take a single move action per turn. Cool. Uh, and you also are sick on yourself in your crate. Oh. That is not going to be a pleasant smell. Nope. That's not fun. We'll toss you in the ocean a bit. <laughs> toss you around a bit. Get it out of your fur. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Keep everything in your little dimensional hole so it doesn't get... <laughs> He doesn't have one of those. <laughs> oh, that's right. He got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I have your armor, though. A dimensional pocket is not a barf bag. <laughs> no, I was saying... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my backpack. All my stuff's in there. <laughs> saying keep his stuff in there so he doesn't get sick all over it. I think, I, I think I'm carrying a lot of irrelevant stuff. That's kind of what we did since you soldiers. Yeah, you had like all of my extra weapons and junk. Yeah. <laughs> An extra dimensional pocket is not a barf bag. I think that's the quote of the year. So, case marks. You'll get through this, buddy. Cheek pouches? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like the cheek pouch keeps getting no. bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> then you accidentally swallow it. Oh, oh no. Oh. Grossed out. Yeah. <laughs> Retroactive trigger or content warning, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Ew. Okay. So the, the trip lasts for four hours. Um, and then there's sort of a wave of tingles kind of washes over over each of you. Um, and then the sea calms again. And But it's still going to take a while to kind of calm your, your guts. The ship pulls to a stop. And then you again hear 
like heavy mechanical footsteps. And one by one, you're all lifted up, carried off the ship and onto a, some sort of structure. Uh, from what you can see through the little cracks and peepholes, there is like yellowish white stone. You only see kind of sunlight briefly before you're taken into a darkened uh, chamber and then set into the ground. Uh, you can hear a few other crates lifted further and taken further inward, but the four of you are kept in this first chamber. Uh, the sound of the heavy boots, or not heavy boots, but heavy footfalls fades away. Uh, and you're left in darkness and silence. Do we have the telepathic connection or no? Yeah. So, Captain, are we moving or are we waiting? Well, <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give Sparks a minute to gather his bearings, but... <laughs> Not as just long my as, bearings. <laughs> as long as we know that there's none of those enforcers around, those guardians, I think we're safe to, to try to get out of here. Yeah. I know it's going to cause... There's none right now. Right. And we don't know how long we have. Well, use your portable hole to... That'll get you safely out, and then maybe you can... That was my plan. I just wanted to know if we were moving. I I think that's prudent. Right. So I slap my hole in the the, the crate wall and exit the crate. Okay. Uh, Yeah, the side of the crate because it sort of is wide open as as big as you want to make the hole for you to squeeze through, Mm -hmm. uh, and you pull through without any issue. Uh, You find yourself in a darkened storeroom uh there are a few other crates like moldering in the darkness uh there is plenty of like cobwebs and dust lining the bulk of this area with a few like furrows through the grime and dirt where more frequent footfalls have come many of the crates that inhabit this chamber seem like they're years or decades old uh their wood starting to rot away and some of the contents stinking in this area i slapped the hole on one of the crates to see what's inside one of them uh contains a half dozen skeletons of some sort of small animal Hmm. the specifics you are unsure of without further examination all right i remove the hole and i uh slap it on the side of noemi's crate okay quite my quite my quite (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll crawl out and i'll look to see if i can identify what those animals were previously uh sure go ahead and make a life science well, yeah life science would be fine you're also like 21 your your nose is full of like kind of a moldy dank smell from this place uh 21 mm-hmm. uh they appear to be some sort of rodent yeah. uh, a larger rodent though do they appear like so like they a quokka uh no like a rabbit okay oh like, I was like, how large a rodent? I don't like this. <laughs> this is a rodent of unusual size. Um, so something that possibly was transported to eat, I assume, like and just got and just left and wasted. Uh, at this point, the purpose is Unknown. unclear. Okay. I let Kerr out. Okay. Thank you. I go up to Sparks' crate and I put the hole on top. I kind of lean in. You good, buddy? No. Should we pull you out? Is it safe to put the hole on the side for you to crawl out? I think crawl is all I'm going to do. All right, so I, I remove the hole from the top of the crate, but from the top of the crate, I slap the hole in the side. Okay. So any sick that comes out isn't on me. <laughs> There's holes in the side. <laughs> like, I know. He didn't establish that this crate has been leaking, so I'm being careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, Sparks makes his way out very slowly. All right, it's kind of a gross scenario you've got yourself in, but... Can I, like, mend him or anything? <laughs> Do you have... Prestidigitation? Yeah, that one it can clean. Traditionally, things. it cleans. Uh, There's another name for it in this edition. It's there like is. 
something signature something or other isn't it or something like that <laughs> is there a barrel of anything in this science fiction room that we could use to like wash him up yeah he's starting to look around old water even if it's stale we can still wash better than this yeah <laughs> so go ahead and make a perception check to search the area for something that would be useful in that regard 29 26 all right you find a cask of wine uh, old enough to basically be vinegar now it's gonna be better better than nothing yeah or it might have been a cask of vinegar in the first place. It's unclear, but... <laughs> vinegar now. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, give him a splash or give him a dunk or what's your plan? I can hold up the barrel if you want to take, a, like, an impromptu oh, yeah. shower or something. Yeah, he's just kind of, like, grabbing it handfuls at a time and splashing himself as much as he can. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think in this it's called token spell. There we yeah, go. that's yeah. the one. You now smell like a cheap house salad, but you're uh, <laughs> <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah, but it is still an improvement. Uh, yeah. So you're, I'm going to upgrade you to uh, merely sickened. Okay. And uh, the other two are now unaffected by the seasickness. Okay. All right. All right. So are there, I mean, how many methods of getting out of here are there? Stairs, doors? There's a wide staircase uh, ascending from here. And you can see little bits of little like motes of light leaking down from it. Do we appear to be in some sort of cellar? You do. Okay. Or storage room of some sort. Right. Do we hear any of the guardians still? You do not. Okay. So reminder: who here has dark vision? Oh, I do. I don't think I do. Okay. I have special lenses. Yeah, okay. Who has low light? Either way, but like, who has any ability to see in very? Yeah. Mm. I think low light's the best I got. Okay, but Noemi can see in the dark now. Yeah, I have been. Able I think to pretty much on. everybody else can. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just making sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in that case, like I, we don't know how these guards function. I think we need to treat it like if we start blazing light down here or get caught with light, it's going to make us a lot more visible. Same with True. noise, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do a detect magic to see if there's any magic on because I assume there's some sort of door up at, at the top of these stairs. Uh, yeah, so if you start heading up the stairs, there's just a an archway visible at the top uh, where light is spilling through. Okay. Still going to do detect magic. I'm real... We are in the home of a magic user. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Paranoid. Uh, so you... Possibly a dead magic, magic user if he's not using any of the stuff that gets shipped to him. Mm. Let's see. You don't detect any magic uh, in the hall. But as you cast it, you can see like green runes illuminate up the stairwell uh, okay. on either side of the on either side of the stairs, both left and right. Okay, it's sort of a trail of them, uh, and they illuminate basically as soon as you complete your spell. Hmm. Do, are they do illuminate as in I can see them, or illuminate for everyone? Do we all see them. You all see them. Oh, okay. Well, hey, <laughs> um, huh. you may have set off the alarms. Yay. Well, we did want to talk to the guy. No. (laughs) Do the runes look like anything that anyone recognizes? Yeah, mysticism check or anything to see if they mean anything? Uh, Yeah, I'll take mysticism for that. And does detect magic give you like whatever school or anything like that? Uh, The runes are not detecting as magical. Okay. Oh, interesting. So it's 28. 28? Did her spell work? Uh, Dispelled. So you notice the runes are... Uh, some sort of alarm spell uh, and also have been enchanted in such a way as to be proof against such uh, other arcane detections. I think he knows we're here. 
Well, we did want to talk to the guy. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, if the guards come at us hostily, are we fighting? I think it's best to just uh, come in peace as a first resort and yeah. then attack as a second. <laughs> so kind of a first for us. <laughs> we do come in peace. All we want are we is Are waiting here or are we going to progress forward? I think we should progress forward. All right. yeah. So stop. at this point, since the jig is already up, I slap the portable hole in the door. Oh, there's still there's no, no door. door. <laughs> there's still no door. door. There's it's no just door. An archway. It's just archway. Okay, so let's just go through the door. Archway, you know what I mean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Opening to the room. Doors are important to me if you remember from the last game. <laughs> uh, do you keep your detect magic up, Noemi? No. I don't see a reason I, why I would. I, once I realized, like, oh, that mm. gave us away, I would I know and not use magic. So yeah, as soon as you drop your concentration, the runes uh, fade. Okay. Mm. Oh. Mm. Hmm. I'm not going to test out my other theory. I'm going to try activating my abilities and see what happened, but I don't want to know yet. All right, so when you get to the top of the archway, you see uh, you're in a large and well-appointed kitchen. Unlike the storeroom, which has like dusty and dank from misuse, this is bright, well-lit, uh, well-appointed, and clean. Uh, you can see a number of spindly golems, uh, like rail-thin, almost like stick-figure sort of proportions, uh, moving about mechanically, sorting the crates that have been brought in with provisions into spots into a, a fairly well-kempt but now sp presently sparse, soon-to-be-full pantry. Uh, there are like clear labels where everything goes, and they're sorting everything together. You can see one opens up a a box from which uh, like swirling freezing water vapor sort of swirls up and is putting perishables within like big jugs of milk and fresh vegetables and things like that. Be like, oh, look, they have a little magical fridge. All right, uh, sneaking by. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I plan to be. So who's stealthy? Because I would become invisible, uh, but I have a feeling that would be bad. I'm stealthy. Likewise. Ah. Uh, so do we not so much? I my stealth is two. You're stealthy if you roll well. If I roll well, I'm stealthy. Mm. I usually don't. I mean, let's be optimistic. Sure. Oh, so sorry. Initially, you see there's two doors exiting the room. Uh, there's a few other like kind of pantry and closet doors, uh, which don't seem to be a viable exit. But there's one on the right and one on the left from the cellar entrance that you've come through. The kitchen itself is about forty by sixty with several cook stations and large ovens and uh, big stovetops, chopping workstations and things like that. Industrial. But the golems haven't really taken us any mind. Uh, none of them seem to really pay you any mind. Uh, there's about a half dozen uh, crates and barrels in total that have been brought up here uh, that are currently being unloaded. Go left. Uh, so if you're going to try to sneak through, I'll need stealth checks from everyone. Do you and I want to hang back? See if they, let's see if they can make it. <laughs> we'll let you guys go ahead. We don't make it. You guys are boned. Yeah. It's up to you. You guys are waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging back. Okay. I'll stick with the captain here. All right. So how are you sneaking through this well-lit kitchen? Well, I mean, stealth is also just about avoiding notice. Mm -hmm. So like some of it's going to be waiting to, uh, okay, one is the back to us, you know, uh, or at least visible sensors that we can tell if they sure. have 
eye areas. So whenever their backs are kind of towards us, then try to move with them as they do, they're doing their movements. Or, I mean, I can also semi climb and fly top the roof. Okay. So pretend you're a pan. <laughs> yeah. Camouflage. I am a, pan. I am a stick. <laughs> um, Sparks is like scooting under the table when he can, or like. I think there's a moment where he pulls like the Jurassic Park and the dumbwaiter thing okay. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> slides in while one passes by, then hops back out. Um, but he's making his way towards the door. Okay, sounds good. Uh, you both make it to the door undetected. Uh, you find the door uh, does not have a handle, but a sigiled metal plate where the handle would be. Awesome. No, I mean, we have a problem. <laughs> Do oh. the, the kitchen... Machines. Oh, uh, you're out of range for telepathic talk. Ooh. I have a calm though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do the kitchen robots have a, a like an obvious thing on them? Like their hand is the thing that we need to get through the door. Uh, it would take a little more up close examination. Well, I, I I let them know what I see. Do you want us to try to get over there? Do you I want mean, me to I, try the direct approach? I can, I can try to it. open the door, but I have a feeling it's gonna end badly, so maybe you want to take a look at this with your magical new actually I can see if I can figure it out. I got mysticism. Please do. Terrible, but 15. 15. Uh, no, the, even the simple enchantments on this door are beyond your care. I have no clue. 25? I actually have mysticism, too. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Skill person. Uh, yes, this seems to be a, f- a fairly simple enchantment. Uh, basically, any sort of uh, magical unlocking spell will do the job here. Okay. Um, I'll relay that information over the comm as well, then. If you have any other means of dispelling magic, that will also probably do the job. Sparks just pats his disintegrator rifle. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a portable hole. That was the the next plan. I mean, depending on... Get over here and see how the door is warded so this doesn't, like, accidentally disintegrate the portable hole. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the best thing you can do as a GM is to say nothing and smile menacingly. (laughs) Or, or beatifically, and let the players infer the worst. You're welcome to try. <laughs> Encouraging and terrifying. Are the guard? I, I call them guards. The golem things like still walking around doing stuff in the kitchen? Yes, they seem to be very uh, kind of fervently stocking the larders with the newly brought in provisions. Um, by your estimation, they're about halfway done. Oh, okay. Is there any way of like getting close enough to see if they have some kind of like thing on their hand that matches that that's how they get around? You can make another stealth check, try to get a bit Is closer. Is the door about 30 feet away from where I am standing? The door would be about 30 feet away, yeah. I am going to flash teleport over there. Okay. You teleport over there? I spent RP to teleport. Sweet. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check upon your arrival. As I ran, run into yeah. a bunch of pots and pans. <laughs> Clang. 17. 17? Not too bad. Only three dishes are broken. You kind of plonk over to where the door is and start getting your bearings, taking it out. And then uh, suddenly you're startled as you hear like a twang, as a kitchen knife is now embedded about two inches deep into the doorway. Uh, whirling around, you see one of the golems with its arm extended, having just thrown it. As the other hand, not looking at it, reaches for another knife out of the chopping block. And that's where we'll end for tonight. <laughs> oh. Can I keep my uh, initiative, though? Yeah, can make we keep... it, You can make a note of it if you did it again. Okay. So thank you for joining us on this ingressive episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. <gasps> we if, get to fight next time. <laughs> boop, boop. If you like what you're hearing, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash die by the dice. You can chit chat with us on Twitter uh, slash... Or, 
Twitter, Dive of the Dice. And if you want to email us in anything longer form. You mean at? Twitter, at Dive You can figure it out. <laughs> I, I give our audience a lot of credit. All right. Too much? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you want to pop on there and tell Jesse's throwing too much shade, you can <laughs> chit-chat with us there. And if you have anything longer form, feel free to email us uh, at dive of the dice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.